Tom, are you living a happy life? Am I living a happy life? Well, I'm living, so I'm assuming that's happy, isn't it? Well, I don't know. I think a lot of people have the privilege of living, but I don't know if a lot of people are happy doing it. If you live in Australia, do you have the right to say, I have an unhappy life? That's a great point. I'll counter with, if we're constantly comparing to worse, then whenever, you know, whenever... Well, correct. You're right. And and that doesn't, just because you could have everything in the world doesn't mean you're happy, but that's your own... That's an internal problem, isn't it? Well, yeah, that's what I'm asking. Are you internally a happy man? I'm content. Does that make it happy? I think so. No, I think I'm a miserable prick, to be totally honest. <laughs> <laughs> I always need to be complaining about something. Or, yeah. But, no, but I can get you what you're saying. I don't feel I could be happier. So is that happy? I'd like to think so. So, correct. So maybe I'm happy because I... I don't have problems in life. I don't, I'm not hungry. I know where my food comes from. I'm happy that my children are successful and safe. So I can't feel that I, there'd be anything that would add happiness to my world. Yeah. But I wouldn't say I'm a happy person. Why is that? Because I see too much ugliness in the world. And half of that ugliness, I think, looks back at myself. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't think anyone's happy. I think that's human nature, and I think that's why we destroy each other, the planet, the world, pick on weak people, rip off nanas, because we're just basically a miserable bunch of people. I can't say I've ever ripped off a nana. Well, not (laughs) you, but I'm just saying, but there are people out there now that are ringing up scamming, trying to steal some nana's life saving. I just, I mean, to me, when I see that on the news, I think, who would ever rip off some old nana's money? I just, I could not in my mind. But then again... If it was a 24-year-old done up in his silver suit getting out his Ferrari and he mm. dropped 10 grand on the ground, I'm going to say, fuck you, mate. I'm putting it in my yeah, pocket. Yeah, right. yeah, so is that any better? Well, no, because that's what I said. Then I look back at the ugliest in myself as well. So how do you be happy knowing that I'd, I would steal someone's money, but I think I'm a good person because I'd never rip off a nana? So what I'm hearing is that you're so wrapped up in – like because you watch the news. I don't watch the news. I, I keep my head firmly buried in the sand. So you're constantly See, up that to, annoys me. Yeah, because you're constantly up to date with all the I want the, the world. world. I, I think you have no right to not know what the fuck's going on. How dare you live your life in ignorant bliss? That really is just, that's what makes me know. But what do I need to know? I need a big stick. Realistically, wanna, what do I need to know? You shouldn't. You're right. That's correct. It, it, yeah. It, it, What's no, that culture correct. about? I'm, I don't agree 100%. Yeah. But I can't, every time can't I think away. something's good. Like I was out the other day on my tractor and I had a portable radio hanging off the back with Kylie playing. I don't have to go to work, so I'm not racing people in peak hour or running up trains. I'm driving on the tractor, and the grin on my face was making me sick. Like I don't like. I was like, "How dare I be this happy when bombs are being dropped by another country?" Like I just, yeah. you know, like when bombs are being dropped on people, and we sit here and go, "Oh, price of petrol's disgusting. How dare we live?" Yeah. While we ignore that, I just I find that really upsetting. So the, that kicks me in the teeth and says, how dare you be happy? You sure. have no right. And then I go into this miserable spiral. Then you start seeing the ugly and the bad in the world. And then yeah. you feed your own bullshit. That's interesting because I go the complete opposite way. People ask me all the time, how are you so positive? How are you so happy? How do you do it? I think it's because I am so, so inward a lot of the time. I focus on what's in my immediate circle, my jobs, my friends, the people that I can impact closely. And it's rare that I'll think further than that. Sometimes there'll be things that, that'll that'll break through the barrier, like the war in Ukraine, like the overturning of the, the Roe versus Wade in America, things like that that boil my blood. But ultimately, I don't want to watch Current Affair at night and hear the young dude that crashed his car into a tree and then to see them interview the mother that night that the kid died. Why would I want to watch that? Why do I need to know about that? Well, no that? one should know that. 
that's not news. But I think people are starting in, in this day and age, people really do think that's them being kept up to date. Oh, I need to know what the road tolls are like. I need to know what next illness is going to hit the world. My dad is up to date with every single bad doing in the world because he listens to the radio 24-7. And good on him because he often informs me on the things that I don't know. Yeah. But I think he constantly lives in a little bit of a state of fear because that's what the news constantly puts to people is this fear. Well, and that's how they keep selling because you're going to come back to listen. They've got your court. We were saying that the other day. I, I'm not liking a lot of the language that the news is giving because it's not news. It's sensationalism. But, you know, when you're talking, I'll be honest, and I love you. You know I love you. And it won't change the way. But I feel that I could be a happy person or the world could be a happier place if you fuckers paid attention. I believe that all the misery that I have to live with or people like me are because of people like you who are quite happy to turn your your back. Yeah, right. So I can live it. And and that's what we've done. We've had institutions who have turned their back while People have molested yeah. children. We've watched yeah, nursing saying. homes know that those people weren't feeding. Like, uh, yeah. Because we've all said, well, you know what? My life is hard, so I've got to just get through if my I day. I, and I know no, you no, wouldn't no. do that. I know, I, what you're I know saying. I'm not saying that. And I get what you're saying. Yeah. What, I, what, I'm, what I'm thinking yeah. in, in, in retort oh, no, is you're right. there's, yeah. a, there's a balance that I think you've got to find. For example, right. I work for a youth organisation that's very in touch with big hitting issues for the youth. And I, I, I try and keep up to date with, with everything that's to do with the youth, right? But I think there's a balance between some people that are completely ignorant to everything, don't donate, don't have any mind for the plights of the world. But then the people like me, probably the mid-ground, that are selective with what I intake. Because there's so much garbage oh. that if you take in everything, I've got friends yeah. that are so empathi- I'm, empathetic. I'm sometimes stopped in fear. So I'm yeah. worse than, than you because yeah. I'm doing nothing because I'm so stopped yeah. in fear sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think when you're so empathetic to everything going on, you can't give to everything. You can't give mentally or financially no. to everything. And ultimately, so you you're going to be a mid- miserable sod yeah. that's going to try and shoot other people. Like, And I've got, and not shooting at you, not shooting at anybody, but I definitely know of people that shoot others down that are happy because oh, they've great. got the plights that are constantly running around in their yeah. head. So How I think dare you, you be happy driving exactly. down the street in your nice car when the rest of, like, yeah, I get- Or even you policing yourself on your tractor. Mm-hmm. I hear that and I go, that's sad because you should be able to, you know, in the plights you've lived in your right. life, go, I can drive my tractor with Kylie Minogue on. And that's okay because that's the simple pleasures. And once you can't have that anymore, I think that's when you let the external factors, mm. instead of you trying to change them, you let them dictate you. And that's not going to cause change. It's going to cause misery. Correct. It, it just stagnation. Mm. Yeah, you just get stopped in fear. There has to be a middle ground, isn't there? I think we've got to learn as a society. Do you think there's too much going on? Well, that's what I was about to say. There's too much bad in the world. Look, I think we're just hanging on as a species by our fingernails. I honestly think we're that. I think financially, we're just hanging on by our fingernails. I just think even medically, we're only just hanging on by our fingernails. Like the system's about to fall apart. Where we thought we were safe living in this country, that if you had an accident tomorrow, if you fell over here in my house today and stabbed yourself, I'd have an ambulance here in three minutes and you'd be in the hospital and say, it's not what's happening. Yes. I, look, I agree because I've seen it firsthand. I was at the basketball game the other day, and a girl broke her neck. The ambulance wasn't there for an hour, and and, and we, we never thought that would happen. Not no. not, not in downtown Melbourne. No, in downtown Melbourne. You, we thought Insane. they were here, and so they should be. But I think we've been so ignorant and arrogant to think we've ignored this for so long. 
I, I think in a day and age where we're so connected, there's also this false empowerment of we've known as a people, we can make things happen, right? And we, and we can, we can protest, we can march, we can ride in and we can cause change. But I think because there's such a connection these days where we are connected to every single issue online, we constantly feel like we're the ones that have to make every single change. And, and so instead of the pressure being put on the higher powers of be, a lot of people like yourself might sit around moping and think, oh God, I'm not doing enough to help people. And then a lot of people just, I think it just buys a new class of misery due to the fact that social media and, and the news that we're connected to 24 seven and it's wide to our brains is telling us we're not doing enough. And so I think that's a really hard position for humans to be in that we're not hot wired to do. And it's such a quick turnaround period of 20 years since I was born to now. That's the period of when social media and, and when we've been, been that long. Yeah, because I mean, I didn't have, I had iPhones from about the age of 10, 9, 10. Yeah. So that's when the, the first smartphones were released. But we had computers before then, right? Personal computers. So that was coming through pretty Correct, fast. Yeah. So, but, so we've been hooked up to the constant feed of news for so long now. There's been no education on, hey, don't consume everything. Here's where you can consume. Here's the but time to stop. Before that, all we got told was two stations. That was it. Yes. Controlled by one person yeah, or two people. Yeah, so they were too. very limited. No, you're right. But there's a difference. Yeah. Now we've got too much information or there's, we've got. Yeah, we're at opposite ends, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where once, you know, when that first come, I remember thinking, well, this is great. I can look for alternative news, but I'm also not that silly. I, I actually want to see who wrote the article. I would hunt them down before sure. I would think about quoting them or. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's hard to find credible news sources. And, and that's another reason why I've, I've kind of go for the whole bury the head in the sand approach. Oh. But also I think that for a lot of us, we can spread light and love and, and good energies to those around us and start to make positive changes. If you give yourself the mental clarity and space to do that, but when we're constantly hot wired to the negativity, there's not a chance in the world you're going to look up at someone when you're on the train and say, hey, how's your morning going? Because you're going to be so bogged down in, I can say hi to this person, or I could keep thinking about the fact that there's bombs dropping in Ukraine right now. Or there's but sometimes famine. we're embarrassed. Maybe it's not that. I would be embarrassed to talk to someone like you because I think, well, why would a young pretty boy want to talk to a silly old man like me? So yeah. I'm just saying, so it's not always the stress, but you know, we're, we're, we're embarrassed. Yeah, but it yeah. wasn't always like that. And no, it's not going to be all due to the fact of the news. I'm not going no, to no, no, down I, to that. Yeah. Yeah. But I think where we're at right now, it's kind of a hard time. And I think we started this conversation by saying, are you happy? I think it's a hard time to be happy. Are you happy? <laughs> I think the conversation around happiness can start to change. But I always think with this strive for happiness is ridiculous because yeah. we can't be happy all the time. No. There's no happiness without sadness. So strive to say that we should always, maybe we should say authentic. Are we living an authentic life? Which includes happiness, sadness, yeah, good and bad. Because, but I don't think, by other things like mental health and mental illness, and there's going to be things that pop up, dying relatives, uh, things that affect you dramatically in your life. You know, whether it's loss of job, loss of friendships, all those things are going to come into a play. But I think we should be striving for a point of contentment where we're at least happy with the way we're living. So I think maybe you mean it authentic. So you're living the true life you should be at the moment. Because yeah. at times you're going to have to be sad. Sure. And I, that's yeah, when I we, acknowledge that. And we've learned through human history, the times of the biggest progresses we've ever had in the world yeah. have been during war. So war creates, we jump sure. progress. So it's probably the same emotionally. If we're happy, 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 we don't grow. 
No, we, we become uh, yes. this stagnant. So sometimes losing fear, that's the times that we grow the most as a people. Yeah. So you become, yeah, when you've call. done it yourself, you've admitted, you, it's when you move out of home, it's when you can go overseas, but without loss, fear or, or resentment, you wouldn't have done those things. That's so contentment, we should be living authentic. Yeah, an authentic contentment to, to, to jam them together. I'm trying to be authentic. That's why we've moved out to the bush. Yeah. I realise that I can't change the world. So maybe the best way I can contribute to society or the world is to create an authentic life up here, which will yeah. include organic gardening, self-sufficiency, yeah, to yeah. do it. So when the world goes to fuck you, bastards can come up here and be safe. Yeah. Yeah. Now I read, I'll feed you. I read something a couple months back and it was on how when people make a big decision, a big change in their life, that might be breaking up with somebody yeah. or moving out to the bush. A lot of the time we think it's going to be immediately good, but then oftentimes yeah. it's actually quite difficult for the first while. How did you find coming all the way from the burbs out to the bush? Was it this magical experience or was it actually quite difficult at first? No, magically for us, and I think we might have mentioned this one. I was worried about Wayne because I was worried whether he would, you know, what we were getting ourselves in for. Yeah. To arrive here to our cold air coming up through, the door doesn't shut properly. We're doing stuff all the time. And, and you come up here with a dream and realise our roof leaks. Well, that can yeah. enough to break someone's heart. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. No, we've been really good. I think it's because I don't have expectations on life. That's so a good I thing. have moved a lot and I've lived in a lot of places. I get gypsy and get bored with places quick so I want to move on. Yeah. But I've never regretted anywhere I've gone. Cool. I'm, I'm kind yeah. of, yeah. I think managing expectations is a huge thing. And I think only time can really teach that. I mean, But I was taught that young, remember? Yeah. Okay. So that's maybe a life lesson that I learned. What, what taught you managing expectations? I always knew the world was out to hurt me. Oh, So I never take. had, yeah. So I don't have expectations of protection or anything that's going to come. I know what I'm going to create when I get there. So when you say the world's out to get you, what what do you mean by that? Because that sounds like a quite a cynical perspective. No, maybe I know not the it's world. Not, but what do you mean by it? Uh, I think maybe early I learnt that the people in the world weren't actually out maybe to protect me, maybe more to hurt me. So I'd never trusted anybody in the world. Okay. So I don't have I don't have expectations that when I arrive to my new destination that I'm going to be living this fairy tale ever after, which a lot of people yeah. do. The grass is greener on the other side. I have no expectations. So I think like, yeah. I think what you learned early on was not to trust you know every single person that you meet because there's, there's going to be well they that- weren't out to lift me up or build me. Sure. Yeah. 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 So yeah, my happiness that. wasn't going to come from them. So, so some people, I think, run around with rose-tinted glasses on for quite some time because it probably never gets checked. They probably never run into adversity or, or to something that I told you that before. My youngest them. daughter was very successful yeah. and I prayed for her to lose. And the yep. teacher at the running race said, she better win. She's our only hope. And I said, I hope she loses. You know, because yeah, this little one losses. needs to learn how to lose. Yeah, it didn't work, so I took her to a bigger school and made her realise that you're not the big fish. You're just the little fish in a big, big pond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. See, I think you would have had your rose-tinted glasses cracked earlier on, which is probably (laughs) what developed that mindset. I found recently that I'd come into the same situation that Jade had, your daughter, of just not losing for a while. And I'd noticed that in myself where, I mean, I started getting external losses, like family losses and whatnot, but I think personal and career losses 
I hadn't really had a loss for a while. And then the last time I'd, I'd really lost properly was when I was at Triple M. And I'd, I think I was 19. And I'd finally been signed to a radio station. When I say finally, it had only been two years. I'd absolutely fluked my way there. But I'd been signed to Triple M and I got fired within two, three months because I just let go of everybody. And that was my first big realization of things aren't that permanent. And, you know, you've got to just get good at moving on. And that was that was cool. And that taught me a lot. And then I kind of went through a streak for a while. Like, you know, things were just good. And I kind of developed a thicker skin. And then recently with my managing expectations, like we're talking, I moved out to, to the West. I moved out by myself. And I think it's been six, seven months now. And I realized being by myself in this big house with all my fancy gadgets, I can make music, I can be as loud as I want. wasn't the same as having people around. So I think that's my, you know, to answer to your question, am I content at the moment? I've got a great job and I'm very happy and I'm very lucky and I'm very loving family and all of that. But I think I'm still learning how I can maximize that. And I think human connection for me is something that I'm mm. lacking on. I don't know how you live on your own. I've yeah. never lived on my own. Maybe I'd like yeah. to try it once. But I, think, I don't yeah. think I'd last. I think I conned myself into thinking that I was enjoying it at first because I thought, wow, look at this freedom. But I think it was because it was the first time me properly moving out that I was relishing in that at first. But then as I started to come home at 5, 6 p.m. on, on weeknights after my, my job, I just didn't have anything to do and no friends around and no human connection. I thought, ooh, I didn't like that. And I know for some people that they absolutely love it, but I think I definitely conned myself into thinking I could do it. I don't think anyone wants to come home to an empty room. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. To answer your question, I am pretty happy. I'm oh. very lucky that I've got it. Well, I've you should this. be. You still got your hair. I've got my hair. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. None's grown on my shoulders yet, and that's a big win for me. Yeah. I'm just very happy that my family's all all healthy, and they're all working their things out. For example, my dad moved to Cairns what five six years ago now, however yeah. long it's been, and now he's decided that long. Gonna, yeah, it's been a, it's been a hot minute now. Okay. But it's cool. Like we're talking about changing things up, like me moving out to the west, then coming back and just learning what works for you and what environment will work best for you. Like you moving to the country i think dad's coming back now down to, to victoria i think he's wrapping up his cans moment and he's gonna he had his moment and i think that's cool that we can keep reinventing at whatever age and i think a lot of people stop reinventing who they are and they get comfortable very early and i think that's where a lot of people might settle for a certain class of misery or a certain class of happiness not realizing there might be more out there if they just dip their toes a little bit in the water oh you know just dip the end in just dip the tip just tip yeah dip that tip. tip yeah that's your takeaway andy i know that's probably you're learning today is dip the tip yeah dip the tip yeah, yeah Andy <laughs> are you happy I'm pretty happy yeah I think you're both on the right track in your own ways so I think we've got access to so much media at the moment you can't help but be concerned about everything going on in the world but you do have to focus on the things that you can control mm-hmm. and the things I can control I'm I think are under control so well you're right you have a good control over your Lego collection that's right <laughs> I've seen your Facebook feed <laughs> yeah. no, I'm employed I've got a good job I've, I'm yeah. in a relationship I'm happy Congratulations. Look at, look at us. It's just three white dudes just gloating in a nice house in the country about how good our lives are. Bloody hell. What's that face, Tom? You just look shattered. Yeah, I so said now I feel now you've made me feel miserable. <laughs> Don't forget to go follow Tom and Mikey on Instagram and Facebook at Tom and Mikey. Trust me, you don't want to miss out on the gossip. It only gets hotter.